0: That's very nice. That's Betty Wright. At Shura, Shura. Great, great stuff. We have changed the music. You may have noticed. You noticed we changed. I did yeah, yeah, yeah. But lots of nice comments. People said, oh, I haven't heard that for a long time. I haven't heard that for a long time. <laughs> now then, now it is our. Uh, hold on. Just let me check this. Just let me give, get me facts right because we're doing a scientific program here. You wouldn't think so, but we are. Scientific program from the point of view. It's our third podcast of the Stuff You Didn't Know show. We're joined by Professor Professor Kenny here. And uh, we were talking prior to the break, yeah. not the break in the show, the break in the holiday. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about, because I use um, propelling pencils a lot, and that got us on to, uh, was it graph? this is graphite
1: yeah this is graphite yeah in, in pencils is graphite
0: yeah. and you mentioned something called
1: graphene graphene is that like caffeine <laughs> it sounds similar <laughs> it rhymes you could use it in a in a rhyme i guess but no it's a, it's a, a, another material that comes from you can get it from graphite You can get it from different ways but it comes from graphite I read something
0: somewhere. This uh, you probably tell me it's this is talking a lot of rubbish, Baz. Uh, somebody
1: got some graphene from graphite using Sellotape. Is, yeah, is yeah, right? they did. So uh, they, I think they, I, I, might be wrong on this, but I think they won. Like, I don't know if it was the Nobel Prize, but they won loads of awards for it. So they basically, have you ever done that uh, that thing where you rub a graphite pencil on paper and then you sort of put your thumb print? In it, you see it all the time when I was at school. Yeah, and yeah. Then you like stick it on people's books, and you put their thumb, your thumbprint about.
0: But, but that's not a good thing to do because <laughs> they can find that huge. Yeah, right? yeah, they can just
1: trace that straight away <laughs> back. But, but uh, they basically did that, but instead of putting their thumb in it, they put sellotape over the top, peeled it off, and they managed to get. So graphite uh, graphene is one atom thick, so very 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 thin. Wow! And it's basically taking one layer off of a graphite pencil or whatever
0: when you've got something one atom thick yeah right this this is 0.7 of a millimeter yeah my graphite pencil when it's an atom how on earth do you get it into something usable
1: so so you end up needing lots of them You, you you don't just have 10 20 atoms in a in a sheet we're talking millions millions of atoms that sort of come together and once they've all come together to form that sheet you can start to can't really see it with your, your naked eye as well but you can see it with microscopes you can see it with obviously very expensive microscopes but you can see it that way so that is a lot of tape and graphite yeah so they don't do that anymore uh, <laughs> so one of the things they did it um and then now they're trying to work on ways to to do it in a sort of a bigger scale so obviously they don't want to just have loads of people rubbing pencils on paper. <laughs> not very paper. It's not very productive, No, it? it's not very productive. <laughs> so they've opened loads of new sort of research facilities. Manchester, where I went to university, they opened the Graphene Centre. Really, really cool building where they're trying to develop stuff there and all over the world.
0: And there must be a bit of a, a race for it because um they're looking for... I remember when carbon fiber came out. Yeah. That people went, oh, great carbon fiber. They started to use it on uh, bulletproof vests. And, yeah. Uh, and then that developed as well, and that's all moved on now. Yeah. Because I, I have a friend who works in that industry, and I said, oh, so-and-so-and-so. Oh, we said, we've moved way beyond all that yeah. now. So, it, so materials really...
1: Changed very quickly. Very I, quickly. I, I
0: suppose as well, um, airplanes. Yeah. Because um, I know... Carbon fiber was used in airplanes, yeah. but um, at the time, I seem to remember it was very brittle.
1: Yeah, and uh, the carbon fiber is not very good for your your body either. It's very dangerous for you, like making it in the process of making it. So one of the things they're looking at is using other materials now rather than carbon fiber. Uh-huh. But they still use it because I know it's used a lot in cars as well, isn't it? Like, yeah. one of my friends likes to sort of take old cars and make them faster. I don't really understand it. But he uses a lot of carbon fibre in making it look nicer because it's a lot lightweight and yeah. and it's quite strong.
0: Well, that was the same thing that happened. I, I met a man who was a postman, a really nice chap, and I said to him, you know, you, what did you do? Have you always been a postman? He said, no, no, I used to work in a fibreglass factory. He got very, very ill he was ingesting the fibres and stuff like that, not not deliberately. Yeah. It was just yeah, in, it's in the air. In yeah. the air, and he, his doctor said, "You change your job, yeah. get
1: out, and get yourself sorted." Yeah. And he said, "If he hadn't, he'd have been dead." Yeah, so that's the problem that they have with carbon fibre as well. It's the fibres. It's the when it breaks, it can release dust, and that's not really good for you. Yeah, well, yeah. Any, any foreign stuff in, yeah. your, in your lungs. We're yeah. not very robust, really, are we? No, we're, we're quite easy to break. We are. <laughs> we're quite easy we are. to break. I can vouch
0: for a few <laughs> things in my time. The Stuff You Didn't Know Show podcast. It is episode three. It's going really well. We take a break and we'll be back with more interesting facts. I'm going to go back way, way back way, about, back. way, way back. Hello, this is Baz Riley and... Professor Kenny. <laughs> professor Kenny the coolest professor in this room right now. <laughs> Probably not. Uh we 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 are talking about materials and it's very interesting because um uh, uh the prof said to me uh, right materials I said okay yeah. So I went off we, we that's all we said materials. I went off and I did my research and he went off and did his research and the the link was uh from our well my propelling pencil and then a layer and then it became graphene and then that's where that went but interestingly um when we started to to, to look at what we'd researched it was very interesting because we have gone completely yeah, yeah. diverse hadn't we i i got very interested my my material what i like working with is wood yeah. i just love working with wood uh uh, I, I feel I feel at home with it. I like the smell of it, I like the feel of it. All different types yeah. of wood. It's just so nice. But I also like glass, and I was lucky enough to see in Wiltshire. Um, well, actually, it wasn't Wiltshire; it was Hampshire the border, yeah. border. And this chap had built an art place for yeah. artisans, and they'd actually were conducting a live experiment for a university about Roman glass, and they were blowing, making and blowing Roman glass from Rome. They cool. th- found all these bits yeah, and read yeah. it. And they also found the, the, um, the, what do you call it, the, uh, the, the, the bit where they heat the glass up. What's that called?
1: And, and don't know if, it's, if it's, it's like a kiln. A kiln. A kiln. Yeah. And I know that's for clay, but it might be the same. Well, it was made of yeah. clay,
0: and it was, uh, it was like a big, uh, if, if you imagine a small igloo shape. Like a pizza oven. That was it, but it was all encased, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they put the the thing. And I, we watched this, and it was it was if you like a live experiment, and it was so so good. And when they'd finished, they put the stuff on display. Yeah. It blew me away, and I thought, "What well, they made glass in Roman times? Oh, pardon me, I'm swallowing <laughs> a bit wrongly there. Uh, they made glass in Roman times, and that just I did not know that.
1: It's crazy, isn't it? Some of the stuff they used to do back.
0: Yeah. And they also made uh, – they used to make cement. Yeah. yeah. But, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about glass and science yeah. and teaching science in universities. Yeah. And stuff.
1: So um, when I was at university, I did uh, chemistry, and most universities have this. Um, some of them might not have them in the university anymore, but they will have a glass blower that they go to because obviously in chemistry we use a lot of glassware. And sometimes, especially in research, you might need a specific shape or size or whatever that's not normally made. So they will have a glass blower that they go to and they say, I need this bottom, round bottom flask, one litre, big, five necks. And I want a dragon on top or whatever. <laughs> and they'll just do it. It's crazy. Like they'll they'll say, OK. And I remember watching one time and the the guy got the sort of in the kiln or whatever it's called, pulled it out, blew it. Stopped and went. That's a liter, and knew exactly. how. I was like, "That's crazy! <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that." Wow, it, yeah. it is. It is fascinating, and uh,
0: I, I did see a, a, a program on on television yeah. where they were making um it was a special twisty type of glass it's got a name yeah. i can't remember what it was but this chap he was he'd made the the actual vase and then he was making the handle and he was using what looked like a pair of uh, calipers oh okay and he just bent this hot, yeah. hot molten glass psh, stuck it on the th- and i thought it's crazy
1: wow. oh it's great great skill some great of the things skill. people can do with materials not just glass any material it's well, you were saying that um, th-
0: this all began many, many years even before the Romans.
1: Yeah, so materials, sort of basic materials have been around since probably when humans first started developing. So I know clay, for example, or like ceramics, if you like, they started developing sort of cave cave times because they would have their fires going and they started to notice the... the ground around the fire was a lot harder and the water wouldn't go straight into the material it would sort of sit in these little wells that they'd built for their fires so they started to build or make um bowls or plates things like to to store waters or store food or things like that and it's because all it is is really it's clay add some water shape it dry Mm. it out so.
0: Things that we take for granted now, yeah. but it must have been uh, you're looking at them. Well, why is that water not going down there?
1: But if, if you imagine, like, if they didn't do that, if they couldn't store water, they wouldn't have lived in certain areas. And then we probably wouldn't be as sort of spread out as we are. Yeah, that's very, very, very
0: true, yeah. actually. Uh, my research took me to, uh, to China. A- and Asia and and that and that area, and they used to um, make metals. Uh, they they sort of blend metals yeah. together. Yeah. And you, do you know about that?
1: So like uh, bronze and things like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. And um, do, you, do you know why they did it? No, uh, nor did I until I yeah. did the research. And it's to do with the fact that the the single metals that were were, were used to go together. Yeah the The single metal this is all to do with the atoms you'll understand yeah, this yeah. they 're all in one one layer, and they 're all yeah. the same. But when you mix the two metals, that makes the the alloy stronger yeah. because yeah, the, yeah. the the uh, atoms are different sizes, different places and and that 's where they get the strength yeah. and then they found they could actually sharpen what they 'd made. Ah, uh, so it became even sharper
1: and even stronger. I yeah, think. yeah.
0: So it was it um, it was, it was fabulous, the, the fact that people would, would be able to think this. Yeah, yeah. Because we take it all for granted now, don't we?
1: Yeah, yeah so like, uh, we do, um, in chemistry, we talk about sort of early elements and things like that. And I always find it really interesting because, obviously, the first elements to be discovered are the least reactive elements, so like gold and, and things like that. You find the gold rush in America, you find it in lakes and rivers and whatever. But then when I like was thinking about it and I thought, well, why? Because you always see Bronze Age, then Iron Age and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, why is bronze, and bronze before iron? Because bronze is a, a mixture, like you just said. But then I found out it's because, well, it makes sense once I, I sort of looked into it. To make bronze, it's copper and tin. And they have a lot lower melting points to mix them. And obviously the fires weren't as hot, so they couldn't melt things like iron they can melt the higher metals so that's why they started doing bronze before your iron and i thought that was really good. yeah yeah hence the bronze age yeah as you say hence the bronze age fabulous fabulous uh
0: can i just jump to uh, from from the bronze age yeah to in the animal stroke insect kingdom yeah what's the strongest material you might be saying to yourself, if you listen listening to the podcast, I didn't hear any music. Ah, that's because we removed the music. And uh, we put it all together like that. And we'd, we were talking. Yeah. Uh, I put a little poser to you. you and I have to say, he did not once look at his computer. But we're going to be coming back to that because yeah. I asked you, remember the question?
1: Uh, what was the strongest material in the animal insect sort of kingdom? Yeah, and yeah. when we say animals, we include us as well. Yeah, include us as well. Yeah,
0: okay. But you've got some fab facts. I
1: do have some fab facts. So we spoke about uh, graphene uh, coming from your pencil with a bit of sellotape to help it come along. Um, and we were saying it's like a really light material because it's one atom thick. But there's a another really, really light material. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called aerogel. The only gel I've heard of is... Uh like, like gel when you got a sore back. <laughs> put, <on> a, <laughs> put it on a, a little saw bit saw different back. to that. So it's called Aerogel. It's it's one of the lightest materials ever created. Um, it's not a naturally forming thing. They have they created it. And it's actually between 50% and 99.5% air. That's all that's really in it. Um, wow. But it's really cool. So they, they mix it with different things. So one of the most common ones is silicon. And they make this sort of, it looks like a bit like a, a blob of jelly when you look at the pictures. Um, uh, but it's really, really strong and it's really good at insulating. So you can put uh, a fire underneath. So people have put like blow torches underneath one side and put ice cubes at the top. Ice cubes don't melt. How,
0: how thick a thing was that
1: uh, like an inch wow. maybe like a, in the picture it looks about an inch yeah yeah but yeah they they started using it on um nasa started using it on spacecraft on the outside to sort of protect vital piece of equipment and stuff
0: because prior to that they used what we were talking about earlier ceramics
1: yeah yeah, yeah. they had ceramic uh, tiles and things didn't they yeah yeah so they've started looking at using this aerogel they've done it on some test flights and things and this is something that they're looking at going to, but this has actually been around for quite a long time. Nineteen thirty-one is when it was actually invented. Wow! But they're only just getting to the point where they reckon they can make it, like consistently and and make it well enough to use it in all of this sort of wow
0: stuff. I, I, when you were talking about that, I was thinking maybe that had just been invented. Nineteen
1: thirty-one. Nineteen no, yeah, thirty-one. Wow! So it's it's wow. been around for a while, but it's also really strong. So per weight, it can hold 500 to 4,000 times its own weight without bending or breaking. Wow. I've got,
0: I've got, a, I've got a something, a little fact. Oh, yeah, this one's good. This is from the insect kingdom, oh. spiders. Spiders. I hate spiders, their webs. Oh, on it, the, the, <laughs> I, I used to be a little bit scared of spiders until somebody brought a tarantula oh. into the studio. He's, wobble, he's wobbling. Yeah. It brought a tarantula into the studio, and I kid you not, I, I was really frightened. Yeah. And this was live on the air, and the guy said, "If you put your hand out," I went, "What?" He said, "If you put your hand out, um, the spider won't go near your hand because the spider doesn't like the feel of our skin." And this was was a big female tarantula. Anyway, by the end of the show, I was stroking the the spider, honestly. And I said, wow. I said, I must tell you, I was very frightened. He said, I could tell you were frightened. Your voice was wobbly. And I said, well, why have you come to the school? And he'd come to the school because that reflex or reaction to to... you know, f- to be frightened of yeah. something. It's the same reaction we get when we're scared about exams and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And he was, really cool. he was teaching the students and me because I got over my fear yeah. of spiders that day, which is great. I mean, I, I, I'm all right with little ones, but big ones, oh, I just used man. to go, oh, no. But uh, that, he, 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 he explained it and he used it with the children to make them less frightened or to be able That's to control cool way, it. Fantastic fantastic but the bit i was going to oh, say yeah, about about the the spider the web of a spider yeah. is for, for, per, per size yeah if if you if you multiply it up it's 10 times stronger the the the, the web yeah. 10 times stronger than steel and more elastic you know it's yeah, its, it's, it's movable properties and things and it's when you think about that wow that is just yeah. It's Amazing. Crazy
1: some of the stuff you get in nature. Yeah. Beautiful as well. Have yeah. you ever seen
0: ever seen a, a web yeah, in, look, in a tree? To be
1: fair, I don't like spiders, but when the webs are in the the trees or whatever and it's frosty and you can see that's it looks really nice. It is. It does look nice. It's it look like, really like nice. snowflakes. Yeah, yeah, it is.
0: <laughs> now, you've been working very hard on different things. Yeah. And you were saying you get you're getting some um new bits and bobs in the science labs, yeah?
1: Yeah. So we're we're looking at ordering loads of sort of new equipment and new new sort of things to to sort of show science in different ways so so when we were talking about glass one of the things we're looking at getting is some glass making equipment to sort of make different things that we might need or to show different materials and things so getting a blowers and cutters and things like
0: that. Well, when, when you get it up, if I'm still here, take me, take me yeah. down. I'd love to do a piece on that. Yeah. Um, we mentioned as well, off mic, uh, we talked about uh, you teach the children about polymers. Is that yeah, like poly- polymers. Did I say that right? Polymers, yeah. Polymers. 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 And uh, and I, I said, is that multiple stuff? Yeah. So do you want to explain that?
1: Yeah, yeah. so um, this is part of the, the IGCSE um, chemistry spec. Uh, so polymers, uh, poly just means many. So you... Many things is basically the the translation, um, and polymers are things like plastic. That's what we would know mainly as polymers. But you can use them in lots and lots of different things. So uh, shopping bags, uh, mainly polyethylene. Um, so you basically take one molecule of something and you add loads and loads of them together to make these really really long chains. So a famous one that we were talking about was nylon. And you shared a really interesting fact that I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. There was there was uh, research work in both both
0: sides of uh, the Atlantic, and nylon comes from New York. The yep. initials for New York and London. That's cool. So nylon. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, ve- very. And I, and I thought to myself, wow. And then I did a little bit more research, and there's a, there was a, a plastic called Bakelite. You ever heard of that? I've heard it, but I don't. I, it was in yeah. the it th- was in the thirties. Uh, and when radios first came out, they used Bakelite to make the cases, uh, oh, among okay. amongst other things. Yeah. Um, and it was, um, I've got his name somewhere. I, I, I should have had, I should have had jotted it down. I'm, I do apologize. I will find yeah. out when we play a tune later. I'll find out his name. Because his, his name is very much like, yeah. it's bako something. But, oh, okay. So and like and as a, a child, there was a game. You know, like we have Lego now. Yeah. They used to have this thing where they had a Bakelite base, tiny weeny thin rods and Bakelite bricks that slid down the rods just mm. like building. That's cool. Yeah, really, really good. So mm. um so and that was made, yeah, uh, you know, with with different layers of yeah, uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So good.
1: the the poly- polymers go into absolutely everything. Everything uses polymers now. The the sort of coverings on these microphones are probably a polymer in some way and it's
0: there is a problem though, isn't there? About being biodegradable.
1: Yeah, so um, now they're starting to make polymers more biodegradable and that just comes from which so the the blocks that you use to make these polymers, they're called monomers. Mon means one. so like a monobrow. One, one brow. So those blocks, depending on which ones you start with, determines what your polymer is like. So if you start with one that can sort of break down, then your polymer can break down. Unfortunately, it's a lot harder to do that, so the the first sort of polymers were ones that didn't break down as much because they wanted them to last a long time. So that's why shopping bags, sort of older shopping bags, don't break down, plastic bottles and things like that. But they're getting there. It just takes time to change everything over, it does it? It does indeed. It does indeed. Yeah. The
0: Stuff You Didn't Know show, this is our podcast number three of many, 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 many. And if you want to actually get in touch, you can uh, put your question forward. You can come... Do facts you can actually come on the show if if you are that way inclined? That is very 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 good indeed. We're going to have a little break and then we'll be back with some more stuff you didn't know. This is the podcast for the stuff you didn't know show. And uh, I did mention Bakelite before. You didn't you'd never heard of it, had you? No no. Oh, I've heard the name, but I didn't know what it was like. Uh, well, you're of a certain yeah. age, and I don't mean that rudely. You're <laughs> an awful lot younger than I am, and I collect. Uh, radios, oh, old, okay. old radios, and they were made of this substance, cool. and so old telephones as well. Black mm. tele, it was very popular. Yeah. and I, I just looked it up, and it's Leo Bakerland. Bakerland, Bakerland, Bakerland. and he, and it was the first hundred percent. Pl- uh, just one second, just <laughs> let me check this. Hundred first hundred percent synthetic plastic. Ah, okay, so there you go. That's cool. So we all learn something, yeah, don't we? we? We do. We all, do. every day is a school day. Every day is a school day, and that's what this—that's what this program came about from. Actually, we're talking about children said to me, "Is there a way you can make science more interesting?" I said, "Science is dead interesting." They said, whoa, whoa. "But this is—I think this yeah. is turned a corner."
1: Yeah, definitely. I, th- I think this is really good. It's just getting to say things that you you know, but you don't really have a chance to to say. It's
0: I good. asked you some questions before about stronger things in.
1: Yes, we'll did. We'll come back yeah. to that, yes? Yeah. Right Me, now, yeah, what, yeah. what are you going to talk about? So um, I want to talk about, so you asked what, uh, the, what's the strongest thing in, or material in the animal insect kingdom, including ourselves. Um, so I want to talk about one of the sort of best-known strong materials. So most people know diamonds. Um, girls do. Girls' best friend, according to the song. Um, so diamonds are just made from carbon atoms and i know that ruins diamonds for some people but like graphene and graphite that we've already spoke about diamonds is just carbon that just put in a different way um and all you need to really make diamonds is you need carbon and lots of heat and lots of pressure so an interesting thing i found out is in some candle flames depending on the fuel you're using for your candle they actually produce millions and millions of tiny little diamonds when you light your candles Sounds very pretty. Oh, it looks. Yeah. I must look out for that. Yeah, I must yeah. look out for that. Very so it gives that sort of glistening look. Not all candles do it, but carbon based candles do it. And then I thought, well, there are loads of tiny, tiny, tiny diamonds. So what's the biggest diamond ever found? Kohinoor. Kohinoor, is that the, the name of it? I think so. So I have it down as the star of Africa. That might be the, the like. Oh well, maybe they found another one.
0: I don't know, oh, I don't but, know. I rem- but I remember as a kid growing up, and, and at the time they said that the Cooineau diamond. I just stuck in my head. To be
1: fair, it, I know it has lots of different names, so that could easily be one of the different names. But Star of Africa is the name that I found for it. And the average diamond that might be on someone's ring or on someone's jewellery is one point two carats. Okay, so one point two carats. One carat is about two hundred grams, or no, sorry, I'm wrong. 0.2 grams. Oh, 0.2 grams. So very small or very light sort of thing. So the star of Africa, the biggest diamond, how many carats do you think this would be if the average diamond's 1.2? 100. It's so 530. Whew. Wow. 530 carats. Wow. So Bugs Bunny would be very happy <laughs> with that one. I wrote that joke, and I was I giggled to myself. Well, for a yeah, it's good. I like, it's, it's
0: kind of a dad joke that. I like so, that. Yeah. <laughs> so um,
1: turning that into like grams of weight, it's about 106 grams. So it doesn't seem like a lot, but for a diamond, that's a very big yeah. diamond. Um, one carat, depending on how you, what color it is, how you've cut it, the shape, where it's found, and sort of things like that, is worth between one thousand eight hundred dollars and twelve thousand dollars if you cut it in a certain way. So the star of Africa minimum value is just under a million dollars Wow, but realistically it's it's priceless that it's people wouldn't be able to pay enough for it because it's the biggest diamond fabulous. The Russians are actually making diamonds yeah, you can you can start to make diamonds now, so they've found a way you can um a bit morbid, but you can turn people's ashes into diamonds now. So.
0: Yeah, I was I was going to say that because instead of putting uh, the ashes in an urn, yeah. you can carry the loved one round as as a yeah. diamond on your ring.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's a. That's a weird you look way as, to as though you're not interested in doing that. No, it's just a bit weird. I, I'd, I'd be like, "That's a nice diamond." They go, "Oh, yeah, that's uh. that's my granddad." Yeah, that's my granddad. You're like, "Oh." Um. <laughs> Conversation stuff. <laughs> yeah. <time. Yeah>. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. But um, so. That's the, the one of the strongest materials I found, but the insect animal one. Yeah, the insect animal one. We
0: mentioned the spider. Yeah, the spider uh, with with the web. Uh, it's actually our teeth. Our teeth in in the human body. Bones are strong, of course, yeah. but they do break. But teeth, uh, our teeth, they can they can last for hundreds of years. Uh, well, not hundreds of years. There are people yeah. who are who are you know over yeah. hundred and they've still got their teeth. Uh, and they they don't uh, they don't sort of wear out. The, well, yeah. they do, but the not 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 yeah. properly. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. And um, also uh, elephants tusks. Ah. And unfortunately, in the past, uh, I, I, I was very sad to, to read this. That not only were elephants tusks used t- to make ivory yeah. things, but also used to make um, billiard balls. Yeah. And loads and loads of elephants were killed for this. I'm pleased to say nowadays yeah, yeah. there are plastic and stuff like that, but there's
1: still, still people are hunting the, the elephant for
0: the ivory, which is
1: very yeah. sad. I think I remember seeing a fact, and I might have got the number wrong, but I think it's something like uh, three or four elephants used to die to make one set of, of billiard balls. Terrible. Something like that, which is still just crazy. Have you seen what they do now, though, to stop people taking the tusks from elephants? Is this about the dye? Yeah.
0: Now I I looked at this and I thought to myself, is that true? And I, I, I f- uh, put it on my yeah. Facebook, and somebody had done a, f- a truth check. Yeah. And apparently, th- that's not true. Is it not?
1: Because oh. I, I used to see the pictures, and they used to have like the bright pink tusks and stuff, and I always thought it looked really cool. <laughs> I was just seeing an elephant running around. Right, well, I was,
0: I was told by this friend. He's yeah. quite reliable. He's quite, you know, sometimes there are people in,
1: in your yeah. life and you'll say something and they'll come right back with you. Well, actually, yeah. that's not true. Okay. I guess it might not work because if it's just dying the outside, you can always just scrape it off. But but I do know they now, in sort of zoos and things like that, when they get the the natural tusk, some say an elephant dies or they need to remove it for whatever reason, if it's like a... An illness or whatever, then they sell that sort of like to make money to fund the zoos or the sanctuaries and stuff like that. So you can still get some things made from elephant tusks, but they come with lots of certificates and yeah, official yeah. and all of that. Sort of
0: stuff. We passed, uh, I think it was Cambodia or one of the, one of the countries, uh, uh, and it said, if
1: you're caught with ivory, you yeah. will go to prison. I think Thailand do that a lot because they, they're very famous for elephant, elephants. So, I think in their airports, it's all over the place. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. no ivory, note. Um Right then. Um, are you exhausted? i got one last one. One last one. One last one. And I can see one on your microphone. This is about post-it notes. Yes. So, I always found this story really, really interesting. Because this is um, it's one of them stories of, like, in science, a lot of the time, there's accidents that end up inventing things. So, this was um, in the 3M company which is a company that own post-it notes and lots of other things uh there was a, a doctor called doctor really cool name spencer silver and that's a cool name for a doctor um and he was trying to work on a, a glue an adhesive that was like really strong he wanted the world's strongest like super glue but better and he ended up inventing post-it notes so if anything that the opposite one of the weakest ad, 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 adhesives but he invented this sort of glue uh, and at first, he didn't really know what to do with it. And then another scientist, who also has a quite cool name, Art Fry, um, he worked in the same lab as, as Silver. Um, and he used to go to church and sing in the church choir. So he used to have his like, notes for his um, music sheets. But they kept falling off of his stand, and he was trying to find ways to get them to stay on. So then he thought, well, I'll try and use some of Silver's glue and see if that works. So they end up developing the first sort of early post-it notes. And apparently if you went into their lab, that it was just the two of them in there, the walls would be covered with notes that they used to give each other when they were like practicing, trying to get it perfect. But (laughs) there'd just be random notes, like, where's my sandwich? And like, pass me a pen. And they'd use them for everything. And then they started trying to get everyone in the company to use them. And then it massive success.
0: And now there's loads of loads all over and, the yeah, place. Yeah, fantastic. I always
1: found out there's an app, apparently, for Post-it notes. An app? Hold on. An app for Post-it yeah. notes. Th- this one where I was like, why do you need an app for Post-it notes? But apparently, because people use Post-it notes to write, obviously write down their ideas, and then they stick them on walls and whatever, and then they just go in the bin after. And Or if you want to keep them, you'd have to write them in a computer or, a or take right, a photograph or of take them. a photo apparently this app you scan your post-it notes and it recognizes the post-it notes and it will automatically that save the information that's written on the post-it notes wow and apparently and i, I haven't tried this for myself so i'm saying apparently it can recognize the colors and then categorize the notes. Oh, I never, got, I never quite sort of got stuff, to colours. Like, I just got whatever colours. Yeah, colour. I ju- whichever pack I pick up, that's <laughs> the one that I always use. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is the pink
0: pack we're yeah, using yeah. at the moment. Well, once again, I, I've enjoyed the show. It's Wonderful. great. And thank you for press. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Professor, for coming in. And it's going to be a regular date on a Monday. Yeah. yeah and then we'll turn guess. it into a podcast. Yeah. And. Um, I'm going to give you some homework. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. What do you want to look up for next week? <laughs> uh, I'll have a think. Okay. And send me a post-it note. I'll, I'll, put, I'll write a post note and stick it on your door. <laughs> Thanks very much
0: indeed. The program you're listening to is the Stuff You Didn't Know show. It's on a podcast as well, and we'll let you know where and when you can find that. Or, as he says, we will write it on a post-it note and stick it on everybody's door. So, once again, thanks, Professor, and we'll see you next time. Cheers. Bye-bye.